I still have a dream that all men are created equal. Edgar Hoover is a fucking funny looking guy. Have you seen his face? Doofy looking guy. He's a weird looking dude. He's just walking around the White House with his dick out of his pants. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, God. I need an assistant. I need. Hurry, hurry. Bull Connor. Bull fucking shitty piece of shit, Connor. Satan is fucking your skull for eternity. And you throw a rock in my head? Yeah, I'm gonna fucking, I'm gonna do something. I'm gonna retaliate. Burn your house down. I know, I'm a shittier person than Martin Luther King. But <laughs> yeah. forgive me. And welcome back, Dabblers. We're into our uh, second part of Martin Luther King. Part two. Yeah. Big uh, life. Big life. Big inspirational. Uh, I'm very mad. Life. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we don't normally do a fun fact. Yeah. For part two. No, we don't. But we just kind of jump in. Yeah. Um. So. The fun fact is, while doing anal, which from my experience is when my wife is pegging me, mm-hmm. the best lubrication is uh, Crisco. Mm. Yeah, like all those water-based things. Is that safe? Uh, yeah. I mean, you shit Crisco for a few days. But yeah. it's, it's a nice smell. Crisco smells like uh, muffins. Yeah, that's true. It makes your shit smell like muffins. Or like I mean, there's, or... there's not really any downside to that. Because yeah. when you use the water-based lubricants that you buy at the store... Um, this doesn't have the same grip. Jesus. <laughs> yeah, you want a little bit of tearing, and you want to smell like muffins. Mm. Mm-hmm. So that's your facts. There you go. That's your facts. The also fun fact is that uh, Marty and uh, myself uh, are hungover, and uh, I did some yard work, so I we stink. Oh, I don't stink. I mean, I, I smell like hangover. Yeah, I guess. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And I, I we so just to give you a visual. We smell bad and we look terrible. There you go. That's where we're at. <laughs> you can see. It. Now here we are to talk about important things. <sighs> okay, well there we go. We're gonna go into it. Quite a life we've chosen for ourselves. <laughs> okay, so uh, as we were just saying, the sit-ins are happening. It's really just awful because people are doing absolutely nothing wrong, uh, and they're not doing anything to harm anybody, but they're getting their asses yeah kicked, and they're not fighting back. Um, so they're just. Basically getting punched in the head and just keep on taking it as Admirable. they stay sitting there as best they can. In 1962, Martin's about 32 years old to give you context of where we're at. Uh, Martin, along with a few other people, uh, a few other leaders in this um, movement, had decided to create an organization called the Gandhi Society for Human Rights. Ah. So again, you're seeing a lot of Gandhi-related um, stuff because that's that was his inspiration yeah. for nonviolence. Um, this organization was built for many reasons, but they got in touch with a lawyer in New York who said that they should start raising money and he could help them do legal tax-exempt bank accounts that they mm. could use for the their organization, which actually comes in handy because Martin gets sued. Um, he gets arrested, actually, oh. and sued against... Well, you were saying before he got arrested the same way Gandhi did for the publicity. Is this yes. like another one of those? Yes. Hey, go. I haven't said go, this Daddy. yet, and I'll come in later and tell you how often this happens, but Martin's been arrested tons of times. Hey, it's insane. Gets the public attention. Yeah, I was going to say, some of it's um, him knowing he's going to get arrested and walking into it to kind of get you know, the public view on it, but he also gets arrested just constantly for no reason. It's just badass, though. Yeah. You go, Daddy. Yeah. So the lawsuit against Martin and a few other, actually, uh, black protesters 
and some church preachers, is supposedly for tax fraud on his tax returns back in 1956 and 1958 is what they're trying to hit him with. Mm. Now, they also try to slap on some other stuff because Martin and the leaders ran a a newspaper article mm. that got sent out that was saying that Alabama officials essentially are just harassing Martin and others, and they're slapping on fake charges and it got spread out, and so Alabama kind of responds. Like, the officials come back and respond like, we don't do that. That doesn't happen. This, so we're going to sue you guys because you're slandering us. Right. right. Yeah, now, the Alabama. reason why that's funny, I mean, it's sad because this is happening, but the reason why it's funny is because when they go to court over the tax return fraud, mm-hmm. they're able to easily look into this, and they're like, so the laws that you're saying he broke, he doesn't even make enough money for it to even be possible for him to break these laws. Like, you have to make at least $45,000 Look, this is Alabama. Okay, we don't do the numbers so well. We don't count the numbers <laughs> so well. Yeah. All I know is a different color than me. I'm pretty sure he did something wrong. But the irony that I love about this is they're slapping on a fake charge, and then on top of that, they're saying that, yeah, he's slandering us because we slap on fake charges that we don't really do. What? So... Yeah, so they're charging him with tax fraud, which is false. Like, right. They're wrong, and they're just harassing him. And then they're charging him with slander because he supposedly tells everybody <sighs> that they just slap on fake charges to him. So it's... That's Alabama logic right it's there. It's just stupid. Yeah, so luckily the whole entire thing, I mean, it goes well in the sense of, I mean, it takes up time, but he goes up the court to the Supreme Court, and they eventually are like, yeah, this is all nonsense. Silly. Luckily, they are able to just drop all charges, but... Yeah, it took up time. They had to also use money in his defense, which is what they did with the tax-exempt money from their organization that the lawyer so dumb. Like, I get that what they're trying to do is scare or threaten him, Mm -hmm. but they don't, like, apply the fact that all they're doing is giving him publicity. True. I think their their hopes were they probably knew it was all bullshit, but they're like, slow him down, get him into court. Doesn't matter. Make him spend money. Even if they succeed and they put him in jail, now he's a martyr. He yeah. just made the movement better. Yeah, it's it's kind of true. White, uh, white people are fucking dumb. Yeah. Well, racist ones. Yeah. Well, especially if you're the one who's being the asshole and it's getting publicized, they're only giving more light to how shitty they're being. <laughs> Way to go, guys. And I bet the lo- the only logic they use is, No, well, he's different than me. Yeah. I don't like it. On a, to them, I'm sure they're just trying every angle so when one fails they're like okay let's just hit him with the next thing and let's just keep trying so they're they're just hoping to slow him down so, sleeping with our white daughters <laughs> oh that's my job i'm sleeping with my white daughter <laughs> that's what my and i got a smaller dick so it's not a fair <laughs> this is not right this yeah. is not right my sister mother should not be <laughs> fucking around with those negroes they need to be with me Pretty much. So uh, Martin speaks with Kennedy several times, pleading with him uh, to follow in the footsteps of Abraham Lincoln and to issue an, an executive order to deliver a blow that would help further the civil rights movement. But Kennedy, he doesn't do this. Hmm. So Martin states that he's he's pretty displeased with President Kennedy and, the, and his administration, saying that when it comes to helping of issues of segregation, they're really not doing a lot. And this has been a few years that Kennedy's been in office now. You know, he makes little public statements here and there. It seems like he's for helping um, black civil rights. However, no real action is being taken legally. Mm. And this is the time frame where really the black community is, it's like a boiling pot, just building and building because they're doing everything they can and they're getting no help at all. And they're watching people continue to get murdered and and hurt yeah. and with all of that going on with their movements 
it's really now up to the government to kind of help join in to uphold the laws that they have already passed or, you know, at least the ones of like murdering people. And they're not. So people are starting mm. to get really restless. Um, luckily, Martin has a really great following when it comes to nonviolent movement. But you're going to hear of other people coming into play like Malcolm X, um, a few other organizations. Yeah. Malcolm X, he, he had different tactics than Kill Martin. Him. Kill Whitey. It wasn't even necessarily that so much, um, and I didn't go super far into Malcolm X. Malcolm X and Martin Luther King only met once. Yeah, I don't think they, I, I doubt they liked each other particularly. Malcolm X was outspoken against Martin Luther King. He thought that Martin was wasting time, energy. He was like, look, I understand you're trying to go this about the peaceful way, hmm. but you're they're, they're murdering us still. So yeah. what, what do you want to do now? And... Martin was just, he was always consistent. Just, nope, we're not going to fight back. We won't win that way. Well, Malcolm, so Malcolm is like the, the no justice, no peace guy. Yeah. yeah. If, if you're going to come at me and attack me, then I'm going to fight back. He, it didn't sound, at but, least as far as I saw, right. he wasn't going outright to like, let's go murder all the whites. It was like, we're going to protect ourselves. He's I'm the, not going to sit there and let someone punch me in the head. I'm yeah. going to instead fight back. Uh, what's his phrase? Uh by any means necessary, is that what they call Yes, yeah. he did say that. He said that uh, basically just that, survive by any which, means necessary, which means if you have to kill the other guy to not die, yeah. do that. Don't don't just sit there. He's like, get them first. Stab them first. Yeah, well, which I, I completely agree with. That's the problem is I think we both... It's called self-defense. We can both respect that, that Martin was probably right, yeah. that that's the way to accomplish this, but if we were placing ourselves physically there... It would have been more on Malcolm X's... Uh, yeah, stab him. Yeah. Just, I, just stab them all. Yeah, if someone's throwing a rock at my head, I'm throwing a rock back. Like a bigger one too. Yeah. Like I'm not gonna bitch. make sure you're the one who goes down. If yeah. especially if I'm minding my own business. Like if I'm doing something shitty and you throw a rock at my head, okay, but whatever. Yeah. But if I'm like walking down the street doing nothing and you're that upset and angry that I I just that exist, you exist that yeah. you just wanna kill me and you throw a rock at my head, yeah, I'm gonna fucking I'm gonna do something. I'm gonna retaliate. I'm gonna burn your house down. I'm, I'm a shittier person than Martin Luther King. But <laughs> yeah. Forgive me. <laughs> I'm going, yeah, that's, that's my feelings on is That's what I would do. So Malcolm X had a following too. I mean, that was there was multiple other organizations too that had different similarities between the two. Some of them took a little bit more towards Martin. Some took a little bit more towards Malcolm X. Mm-hmm. Now, um, and I'll say this because it's, it's later down the road, but Malcolm X does end up coming back later and saying that, you know, I think Martin actually had probably the right idea Which about it. I think it. I remember. Yeah, he, so he joined an Islam group kind of made peace a little bit but he was still fighting his same kind of stance uh, he ends up leaving that group and he calls martin's wife and he talks to her and he says you know and, and the whole time he's been outspoken anytime that he's in the news malcolm x is saying something like he's an idiot yeah. martin needs to grow up he's in the real world kind of stuff but he actually tells martin's wife that you know i think really he probably does have a, a good way about it and i wouldn't mind stepping my way closer to his style of resisting against you know the white man but yeah. i also think that it gives him good publicity when i name call him he actually thought it was like a tactic of like yeah look if you got two guys who are both striving for the same thing and martin's going peaceful and i'm attacking him for being stupid mm-hmm. they're either listening to martin already or they're listening to me, who's angry Dual who's publicity. talking about martin doing it peacefully yeah and if i remember right We'll probably do Malcolm X at some point, but yes, if I remember should. right, he yeah he goes to Africa. He does and sees a a more peaceful type of Islam that I think he was like oh, okay, because you know when you're in the heart of it in America, you feel threatened. 
you get angry. Oh, yeah. And you go to Africa, and you're like, wow. Like, I don't have to feel... I don't have any place to, to, to say any of these things. This yeah, is just what I two know. white but guys like, telling about yeah. this. Is, but, you know, the best but we can... If you've heard the Richard Pryor bit about going to Africa, because Richard Pryor did the same thing. Yeah. And, you know, Richard Pryor was big on saying the N-word, uh, which I'm not allowed to say. Yes. Uh, but he went to Africa, and he's like, I looked around, and I didn't see any niggers. Yeah. There aren't any in Africa. They're just people. Yeah. So when he came back, he had a much more peaceful sense of, like, not to define yourself as a... As a victim or as an anti, you know, an ex-slave or whatever, sure, was able to strip all of that psychological bullshit I, out. I love him, Richard, Richard Pryor's brilliant. He's the man, yeah. And I think that's what probably happened to Malcolm X. He saw that piece and he's like, man, eh, maybe Martin's got a point here. He's got an idea that. And that's kind of what I Shalom, saw, etc. Yeah, yeah. That's kind of what I saw in the I little bits of uh, me either. <laughs> no. Uh, but yes, the little bit that I went into Malcolm X that's attached to Martin Luther King is exactly right. Came back and taken into the idea of like, that's probably the better way of handling all of this. Which I expect is going to happen to me when I go back to, to my motherland, which is the uh, Anheuser-Busch Brewery. Yeah. When I go back there and soak in my, my family history. Nice. I'll be a much peace, more peaceful person. Yeah. I hope. Shalom, etc. <laughs> Well, anyway, so after uh, Martin talks kind of out against President Kennedy being like, he's not doing anything, this is kind of actually the book that I was reading comes into play. It's called We Cannot Wait. Yeah. And that's really what the government was saying at this time was, look, we're working on it. We're trying. It takes time. You guys just need to be a little more patient. There's no waiting. People are dying. And, and you guys have had plenty of time and you have the power to do stuff or at least to start putting in actual change. But you guys are just talking right now. And that's, yeah, we can't wait. And so there's a great book you can nope. read. It's from Martin Luther King. That's what the title's called. We cannot wait. And it's, it's we can't wait. It's crazy. Yeah, we can't wait. And it's uh, yeah, it's a good read. In 1963, again, yeah, Martin's like 34 years old. The FBI is under a written directive from Attorney General Robert F. Kennedy. So Bobby, yeah, JFK is a uh, brother, and they start actually um, wiretapping Martin's phone. Sure. Yeah. So because. You know, it's uh, Kennedy's were the con they were concerned with the public allegations of uh, communist in the Southern Christian Leadership Conference. That's the thing I was telling you about earlier. The SCLC. That's kind of the major organization that Martin's mostly with since Everybody's the beginning. Everybody's a communist. Yeah, so they feared that this would, if there was communists there, at least this is what they claimed, is that if there were communists within this organization that Martin was with, it would derail the administration. So JFK, he even tried to convince Martin to leave the SL, uh, SCLC because he thought that he's like don't don't associate yourselves with communists if you have a if you have communists in that group mm. get out because you will ruin your own like what you're striving for okay and uh, he yes. doesn't I mean Martin's like there isn't any communists here you guys are idiots because there doesn't wasn't. make any fucking sense yeah it's, it's odd because the two guys who helped get Martin out of prison you know JFK and his brother they made the phone call to help him out earlier they're now wiretapping him they don't give a shit yeah they don't it's true they're fucking marilyn monroe and whoever yeah they're just like eh, communist and, uh, yeah probably sure yeah all right yeah everyone's a communist that's what that's what's going on during this time it's the cold war still and everyone's freaking out about everyone being a communist you know you call you see your neighbor watering the lawn with a blue hose instead of a green hose and you're like i don't even know what that's about and the fuck did he get that hurry and go call where do you get that hose go report them as being a communist it's like some russia shit yeah he was watering his lawn the other day, earlier than I do. What's that about? 
What I'm, is? I'm, I'm already reporting him, honey. Don't worry. He drives a German Close car. Close the blinds. He's going to look and see us. Let's stare at him. He's probably a spy. Yeah, that's, that's what's going on kind of during this time you. frame, unfortunately. Um, the FBI director at this time is J. Edgar Hoover. I see you, Tom. <laughs> I see you! And, the, and little does he know, Tom has already actually reported him the day Tom's before. Reporting him. He's like, <laughs> yeah. motherfucker keeps looking at me weird. <laughs> what the fuck? Spy? Looks like some jerk. Um, yeah. Some Russian shit. Yeah. Yeah, but yeah, so the FBI director at this time is J. Edgar Hoover. Woohoo! Yeah. Big, big heels live with your mama guy. And I had to do a little bit of research into J. Edgar Hoover because in our time frame now, I've heard a lot of back and forth if J. Edgar Hoover was, you know, uh, I guess a lot of people are saying he was a terrible racist guy. Yeah. And uh, I didn't know if it was true or not. So I had to actually go take a look into this because it, it pertains to this. Sure. Uh, I read a whole entire article about this guy who said that everyone's just slandering his name. They're just smearing his name. Well. And so yeah. I was like, okay. So I read his whole entire article. And it seemed very well informed as far as he did some research. I could tell I could link it up with certain things. However. Is his argument that Hoover is actually like some kind of genius who's picked on? Uh, his argument was more just that. People are blowing things out of proportion and that they're like, they take snippets hmm. of something and then they're like, see, this points to racism. However, when I went to go look up J. Edgar Hoover's shit, yeah. dude, I was finding blatant racism. So there's a lot of that. We'll get into this a little bit here down the road. Well, let me just say for the record, because I will make many jokes about him uh, wearing ladies' clothes. Which I, is fine. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not judging people who do that. Uh, I'm judging him because it's hilarious to me. Well, I'm judging him because of somebody who was looking into everybody else's shit. He had was a bunch of weird secret. Shit. You know, yeah, he had secrets that he didn't want anyone to know about. If you're if you're Eddie Izzard and you put on the lady clothes and you just fucking own it, shit, yeah, hell yeah. Um, Hoover was ashamed of it and he was wearing his mom's clothes mm-hmm. in his mom's house while spying on black people. Yeah, it's just a strange. It's just an odd scenario. He's of looking a strange at. creature. You know him and and the FBI. It's funny they have this organization called called Countel Pro. You ever heard of Countel Pro? No. It's essentially illegal operations that shouldn't have happened during that time frame. I don't know if they're illegal anymore of mm. what they, you know, what they can and can't do. This is a thing that started back in the 50s. It went into the 70s until it was shut down. Um, and now I think the stuff they did is now just done in another mm. organization and is no longer illegal. But it's just quiet. If you find out more about this Countel Pro, mm. they were looking into all of human rights. It's insane. To like, see if they could to stop it it seems like we're talking about black we're not just black lives you know uh and their rights we're talking about like women's rights or workers rights or like can we find poor people take their rights away i think the idea probably started with the okay there's this big organization that's making a movement to Mm -hmm. better their scenario and that's fine but they're getting a lot of followers and now we're like what happens if it goes astray and that's probably how it first started but like it's almost like they're trying to control the hmm. scenarios, and and they're spying on them, they're tapping them, they're doing all this stuff. And what uh, a good time to be alive. J. Edgar Hoover was trying to dethrone Martin from his leadership in. Well, he's a communist. Yeah, and he's brown. Well, in five years, of and he G- looks better than me in heels. Yeah, I don't like it. Everybody looks better than him in heels, though. Yeah, I look really good in heels. J. Edgar Hoover is a fucking funny looking guy. Have you he's seen his a face? Doofy looking guy. He's a weird looking dude. Do you think he ever got laid? I, I didn't do that much research into Future it, unfortunately. Future people time topic. There you go. Oh, I want to learn all about this weirdo. Yeah, and then Big Brother's going to shut down that episode. <laughs> well, yeah, so far it hasn't happened. We talk shit on the CIA. But anyway, so, uh, yeah, Jagger Hoover's trying to, for five years he's trying to find any kind of communist relations within uh, Martin Luther King's 
group that he's with, and he can't. There, There is nothing. He comes not, back zero. That's not what they're doing. However, he does take, because he is wiretapping him, he does take as much information from that to try to use little snippets of things here and there, put it out there that this is what Martin's doing. All right. Like, he's trying to blast Martin, but it doesn't stick, and nothing works. As a matter of fact... I think I heard about... This is, like, all the, the sex stuff. Sexy stuff, yep. Supposedly, and I say supposedly because... Yeah, I'll let you decide. Martin was having sexual interactions with many women. Affairs. And affairs, yes. He was going into multiple locations, like when he went to one uh, city and he stayed in an apartment. Mm-hmm. They might go pick up some girls and bring him back. Hey, his name's he goes by Daddy King. Everybody's now, sucking on him. My thing is, is how we know about this is because Jedker Hoover was collecting this information, supposedly, and then reporting it for publicity, like they put it into the public's eye. And he thought it was going to actually hurt Martin Luther. It actually didn't. Nobody gave a shit. Because did people not believe it, or they just didn't care? They honestly didn't care. Is what it seemed to be just consensus. Like, I mean, I'm, everyone's like, it's kind of where I'm at. Like, I'm if not, he's having sex with women in motels, okay. I'm not happy for his wife, but yeah, but, if yeah. that's true, yeah, it's a that, bummer. But here's the thing: is that, I also don't think so because Jadker Hoover also, and we know for sure on other things, lied about a lot of stuff to try to dethrone him. Mm-hmm. So this might have been just part of the thing. On top of that, some of the stuff that was reported, because even though it was wiretapped, we don't have any actual recordings that we can hear of them where, doing any of this. Where are the recordings? They're all top secret, supposedly. Oh, okay. Yeah, so exactly. The, I'm not going to say yeah towards that, because there's zero evidence. See, and I didn't know that. I've heard a lot of, I've read many of these kinds of things that you come across on the internet, but I thought it was based on the audio. If they haven't given us the audio, nope, I don't believe you. And one of the things that was like the most controversial of it is there's supposedly audio, again, fucking FBI, but uh, of Dirty. supposedly one of the preachers raping a woman, and right. Martin is supposedly in the room, and you can hear him laughing on, on this audio clip <laughs> that we don't have. So, yeah. I just don't think any of it's true for me personally, but no, that, it also didn't do anything as far as nobody nobody cared at this time. That See, now either I, they didn't believe it or they thought it was... Yeah, I would buy whatever. that he, he slept around, but laughing while a girl is being raped, that's that's specifically villainous? Yeah. I don't... No. Come on. That's ridiculous. Yeah. I don't... Most people are not... Uh, yeah, that's fucking silly. I, that's how I feel. Fake, that's exactly how I feel. Fake news. Anyway, so uh, yeah, during this time frame, he's doing his preaching of nonviolence, and he organizes and leads marches for blacks to have the right to vote and to desegregate. They're still trying to, like, because technically it's kind of in motion, but it's kind of not. So yeah. he also wants to change labor rights laws. So, and he wants to do it for everybody. It's not just... Martin does? Yeah. Yeah. Martin's doing this great thing. His whole idea of being nonviolent is so that both or really all races could live together in harmony rather than... Maybe like what the Black Panthers are trying this to do. This is the dawning of the age of Aquarius. Yeah. He was like, we should all just be able to live together, and that's why mm. nonviolence will work. That does sound communist. Well, <laughs> and maybe that's where some of the idea of it could be possibly coming from, but well, that's but as far as that goes. If you uh, take Christianity, especially the Jesus type of Christianity, to its logical end, it's communism. Well, it's, it's yeah. socialism and, and holding hands and shit. Sure. So, yeah, back then I could see them saying, nope, communist. But as opposed to Christian. The genius part of it is that he's including everybody rather than just being like, black people need to have rights and we want to achieve more than what's deserved. He's saying we want exactly what, we don't want more. Mm. We want what is already existing with other people like white people. All right. So good for him. when he does this for trying to change labor right laws, 
he's actually including everybody. He's not just saying like, okay, there's black people that need to have because we're making a lot less money than the white man still, doing the exact same job. Still do. Yeah. Unless you're in the NBA. But he's finding people, uh, they even ask him, they're like, okay, well, what if the person's Mexican? He's like, does he make less money than everybody else doing the same job? And they're like, yeah. And he's like, okay, well, then That's yes. That's the fucking yeah. problem. And they're like, okay, well, what about uh, an Asian guy? And he's like, yeah, same thing. And the guy's like, wait. And then, did he, you hear what I said? I said Asian, though. And then he kind of gets over, like, looks down at him. He's like, so what if the guy's white? And he's like, is he making less money than he should be? <laughs> and they're like, well, yeah. And he's like, then yes, he's a part of it, too. And I love this, I love this vision of a guy being like, let's, hold on. Let's go back through this again. Okay. So, okay. Mexican, too. Mexicans? Yes. Did, but you know what I mean by Mexican, right? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I get you. Not, not black, not white. Mexican. Yeah, the ondele guy. Yeah, if he's making less he, money, he yes. looks different than me. Him. Yes. I don't. Hold on. Let's back. Let's backtrack. Okay, I, I get where you're at, but female Filipino still. Yeah, yeah still. Self-line. Yeah. Okay, but well, all right, all right, all right. Little person from Vietnam. Yeah, totally yeah. fine. Married to his cousin. Yeah, that's fine. Let's, We're from the south. Let's this start is completely over. I don't. Hold on. But I love that it ends with white because that's clearly like, if you're saying yes to all these, like if you would have said no to one of these, then whites are definitely not going to be like in the question. <laughs> if it got to like Mexicans, like, no, no, we're just trying to do that. Like, that's fine. But they we're get just paid less. Yeah. He goes through yes on every single one. So eventually it comes to like, well, we're not going to do it for white people, right? They're the ones who suck. And he's like, no, if they're making less than they should be and they're working just as hard, then a human being yes in any scenario so that's what's cool about it. he's trying to bring everybody together. which i actually have i'm having a hard time wrapping my head around like michiganites <laughs> uh, canadians alabama Ugh. at this point yeah at this time fuckers frame. still now i'm not i'm not saying they're racist but they got rid of abortion for christ's sakes you know backwards dumbass yeah so all of the people i mentioned should get paid less than me michiganites canadians Filipinos, you're, you're giving me you're too ne- much. You're Sorry, am I supposed to interrupt you? You're nervous. Okay, any anybody from the United Kingdom? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'll just stop. All right. So, anyways, these marches actually work very well because they're doing it in protest, and they're uh, a lot of these organizations, especially the ones that he's trying to do with the labor. Yeah, the people are going on strikes; so they're not working, and then he takes them, he gets them organized. Yeah, he's, he's a powerful. And then he's like, "Hey, let's walk and and do." Uh, our march and show everybody like we're not going to do the job until you so, pay us fairly do you think so is this inspired by him like it's like how do we get white people on our side and if we see that there are also white people not getting paid what they deserve as well maybe we can get them in on this or where's this labor it thing might have been a tactic from? i think honestly the labor thing was because the black man was getting paid far significantly less than the white man oh and it might have just come up and like so let's, let's get black people up but he's like, well, we are finding every once in a while there's scenarios of either other races or even a white guy here and there that's like, you know, getting taken advantage of. He's like, yeah, yeah bring him on in. Fine. That's, yeah. Well, women, everybody. Yeah. White women. Yeah. Definitely. So, and he, it might have been a tactic of being like, yeah, maybe they'll also go help us in our cause. I'm just trying to see like the smart Martin strategizing I'm sure or if this he is did. just. Well, Another, mixing, like, equal rights thing. Like, we'll also labor, too. Let's throw that in. That's what he's doing. He's, he's trying to help actually mix everybody together. So that way, it looks like more like one unit of this is how we all feel. So these marches go on. They're actually really successful. They enacted the laws in the United States later. That would be uh, the Civil Rights Act of 1964, as well as the Voting Act of 1965, which we will come up to here in a little bit. But that's where this all started. These marches, these things, these help go with creating these acts. This was the beginning part. 1963, before these acts were signed, we have the Ku Klux Klan. I hate saying that. Ku 
Klux Klan. Stupid name, too. This is actually like their third major installment. They've always been around-ish. However, probably Civil War. It was yeah. right after Civil Wars when they started. I imagine, yeah. They were pretty prevalent for like a decade and a half. And then they kind of die down for a while and they come back up in like the, the 1920s. Mm-hmm. And then they kind of die down again and then they come back in the 50s. And they're not all. And they're back now. That's nice. Yeah, there's like. That's nice. Supposedly, right now, the census reports something around 3,500 active members in the United States. However, they think there's a lot more. That's just the ones that are. Well, they're all in Alabama. Open. Yeah. I don't know where they all are. I, I hope you all choke on each other's dicks. Yeah, if you're a KKK member, uh, fuck you. Hang yourself. I don't care. I don't think we'll ever reach them. But yeah. I just want to put out into the Akashic field, hang yourself. Yeah. What I want them to do is get into a room, put them all, put themselves on different sized nooses. Mm-hmm. So, they're all, so all at once, like the platform falls. Yeah. They're all hung at once, mm-hmm. but it's it's set up so that when they swing, their dicks go into each other's mouths. <laughs> That's pretty so good. So it's just... <laughs> Yeah, that's pretty good. And then they and then they die like that with each other's dicks in their <laughs> Anyways. <laughs> Anyways, so the Ku Klux Klan, they're yeah, like I was saying, this is the third installment. And they've been doing exactly what the KKK does. They're terrorizing, murdering, and beating black people. Uh pretty much for just being black. They're they yeah, don't yeah. have to have a reason. Um, you know, we've talked about different things that people sure. shouldn't be murdered for, like whistling at somebody or whatever. Right. However, it's not just it's not even that. It's just existing. And during all this time, they have been fighting against the civil rights movements and desegregation. We've talked about them forging um, alliances with Southern police departments, notoriously one with a uh, Birmingham, Alabama, and pretty much the whole governor's office. Like, all of Alabama sucks. I told you, right? Mm-hmm. So there's a guy named George Wallace. He's the governor at the time. Yeah, he's... I've heard of him. He's letting the KKK do whatever they want without any punishment. Their impunity is just insane. They can do... No, he likes their dicks in his mouth. Apparently so. As we already talked about a little bit with Bull Connor, who I fucking hate. Right. And, uh, yeah, these two fuckheads could have a whole name shame. Which, I, yeah, they're the worst. I'm also not shaming uh, getting head. I just, you know, maybe maybe these some of these gentlemen are homosexual and enjoy it. Maybe. Uh, we live in such a time now that I have to explain. I have to say that. Yeah. Just yeah. <laughs> choke on each other's dicks. Yeah. But only if you don't like it. If you do like it. It's then, fine. then you can't, yeah. Well, you can be a piece of shit because you're KKK and be gay. So if that's the case, just put a gun in your mouth. But if you're not gay and in the KKK... Then have something you would enjoy, I guess. put each other's dicks yeah. in your mouths. Just as long as you're not having a good time. Yeah, I agree. So if you're gay, put a, like, give a blowjob to a gun. Uh-huh. And if you're not gay, give a blowjob to another KKK member... Who also doesn't like it. Who also is not into it. Yeah. And then die. Perfect. I, I'm really excited. I figured this out. <laughs> I'm glad you, I got a whole plan. It took, I'm not gonna lie. I was a little worried. And I was like, "Huh, we're gonna get some hate mail for this." And <laughs> then we, we came around do? full circle, and I still think we might. But you know what? I I get you. you stand by. <laughs> no, but I get you. No, this is not the official people time stance. Just well, half of the room. I know what you mean. I got you. Just kill. I don't think it's. I don't think it's kill yourselves, all of you. Yeah, that's what we want. <laughs> there we go. Yeah. So this it took is a how... long time to get there. <laughs> This is how bad it is in Birmingham, is that they're, they're, since the KKK is running rampant without any you know, resistance at all from the legal standpoint, or really any other standpoint, mm-hmm. they're doing so much bombing of people's houses, of churches, that it gets nicknamed Bombingham instead of <sighs> Birmingham. Bombs a church, man. Anyways. Like, fuck you. You know who goes to church? Old ladies and children. Yeah. You pussy. We'll bomb a church. But that's what's going on during the 50s, by the way, and up into where we're at now, this mm. whole time. But coming back to 1963, again, Martin's about 34 years old. 
He has his new campaign being led in Birmingham. He's going to go to Birmingham. 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 Yeah. He's going to go down there because it's 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 intense it's now. It's rough. They know what's happening. So hey, they need like, da- they need Daddy to come clean it up. Yeah. So you get him, Daddy. The SCLC uh, and Martin they mm-hmm. organize and get uh, a movement down. Oh well, they first they meet up with actually. There's some organizations already down in Birmingham, although they're pretty quiet. I think because they're probably scared as fuck. Oh yeah, you're getting killed for no reason. So they try to meet up with some of the leaders down there, mm. um, the chapters that are down there, and they start getting them organized. Martin himself called this the most segregated city in the entire United States, and he's traveled probably right, all over yeah. the place. So he's like, this is the worst. So even he, you know, like I was saying, Alabama, I think is a piece of shit at this time frame. Yeah, it's, that's why. It's pretty bad, man. Uh, The campaign that they start is a boycott is what they decided to go with. So they put pressure on the business leaders to open up employment for all races. Again, all races, not just saying like, hey, everybody. Yep. Um, Wait, even even Filipinos. Even Filipinos. Okay, I just have to make sure. Yeah. And to end segregation in public facilities like restaurants, schools, stores. Hella. Yep. But the local government and the businesses first try to resist the boycott. So Martin and the uh, SCLC begin to enact what's called Project C, as in Charlie. Okay. And yeah, Project C, which is a so series. A, a and B didn't work. I'm not sure why they called it Project C. I actually looked all over the place. I'm not sure if it was just like Project C, that sounds good. Or if it was like um, maybe something that didn't get released later on. Pro- why? or Project Cunt? I don't know. It's a series of nonviolent sit-ins. So they so first not, try to do so boycotts. Cunt. It's Project. It's Project Christ, probably. I'm yeah, like, maybe <laughs> it's Project Cunt. <laughs> yeah, I, yeah. Christ might be the better one. <laughs> hey, if they're gonna go nonviolent, yeah. So nonviolent sit-ins um, and marches intended to provoke mass arrest. So that's the idea. He's like. Let's get them to arrest us. Let's put attention down of how bad it is down here. A lot of publicity. They're bombing us. They're they're killing us in the streets. Mm-hmm. So let's go get arrested, and then we'll have publicity showing Fuck what's yeah. happening. And this is where you're gonna see. Remember the power hoses, like the fire hoses and I've shit. Seen that. So this is where this is like prevalent. This We're is like, where you're gonna get a lot of your the local firefighters are. Yeah, and police department spraying these. Yeah. So here I'll I'll get into it of how that comes to be. They didn't have enough adults to be able to have enough volunteers to make this work. Kids have balls. The whole idea is that, like, let's get arrested to the point where so many of us are in jail that they can't fit anymore. <laughs> and then what are they going to do? So it's project capacity. Yeah, maybe hey. so. There you go. Project cool idea that you came up with <laughs> for Project C. <laughs> but Martin had this idea, and his assistant like, that's project cool, man. Yeah. Way to go, daddy. <laughs> yeah. That's so, what we call it. That's the idea, is they didn't have enough people, because they knew how much they, you know, they thought could fit in the jail and the holding areas. So, but they, they want to get more, and then you can also see what's happening in the streets with the reporters when they can't fit any more people. It's, it's kind of this thing, it's dangerous, of course, but it's like, it's already happening. Let's just kill you. That's, yeah. These guys have balls. So what he does is him, uh, not specifically, but another guy in the organization is like, why don't we go get, school kids from elementary to college uh, to go join the march i don't like that yeah it's, it's i get what he's trying to do luckily it's, it's a big gamble yeah so this wasn't martin's brainchild exactly but so he is pro- part of the project, organization so i mean children arrest yeah let's arrest the kids yeah well and honestly i don't think martin would have been against it anyways because this is happening anyways i don't know 
children are already getting hurt. It's know, not like you know these white motherfuckers will kill your babies. They don't care. It's exactly. It's, it's yeah, a big it's gamble, true. man. So because they have enough adults, they get the children and they tell the children, "Here's what we're gonna do." They train them, by the way. Like they take days, saying, "Like you gotta. This is how you do it nonviolently. You cannot do this." And they have to keep telling them, "Like you have to understand that if a policeman even gets hurt during this time frame, even if it's not by us." They'll blame it on us and they'll kill us. Yeah. They're like, this is how important it is, is you cannot retaliate. And there's pictures of this march. Um, and it's insane because you can see their arms are straight down. Their faces are look mostly expressionless and yet they have attack dogs and police officers who got their batons already up in the air. Like they're not even, I kept thinking to myself, I'm going to find a picture of a black person reacting, reacting, punching, doing something. And I'm sure in some instances, Somewhere. there might have been some. However, across the board, for the most part, I couldn't even find one picture. It was people getting beat and they're covering their heads at the at the most. That's the most reaction is they're, they're covering. They're not, but they're still walking I'm or they're so still or they're on the ground. Yeah. So what they do is they tell the children, hey, 50 at a time. You're going to march from the 16th Street Baptist Church. I don't, I don't like this. And you're going to go to City Hall, and you're going to ask the mayor about segregation. So 50 at a time, and it's just going to happen over and over and over. Ask, just ask him about. To basically stop segregation. <sighs> yeah, and so... Do any babies die? No. Okay, I can relax then. I know, I'm sorry. It's, I'm a little worked tense. up. And it's not great, so... <clears throat> hey, it's a, good, it's a good strategy if it works. Yeah. This results in thousands of rests. And when the jails and the holding areas do get packed, Bull Connor leads the police department to go use high-pressure water hoses and Bull police Connor. dogs. Yes, Bull Connor. Bull fucking shitty piece of shit, Connor. Bull Connor. He uh, gets high-pressure water hoses and police attack dogs on the children. So they're still going because they've now filled up the jails just like they wanted. And this is where you can actually see pictures and some video of people getting sprayed. And, you know, at first I was like, yeah, getting sprayed with water, um, high pressure, can't feel great. But, like, it's slamming them into the ground, into, like, the walls hard. Oh, I think those high pressure water, it's, it's like a big knife. Dude, oh, it's like a... Uh, I've cut into concrete with, with pressure Well, and this is more man. like the big wider ones, but yeah, it's but... so much pressure that, like, it will shove you against the wall. And, like, you can hit your head. Like, you can fall. Yeah. Obviously, it's slippery. If you if it hits your legs, it'll take your legs out from yeah, underneath you. Yeah, I see a lot of that footage. It's fucking scary. It, yeah. It's essentially just a huge baton they can just swing around yeah exactly just beat people and they have attack dogs on children there's babies yeah and when i say children some of them are elementary school and they're getting attack dogs on them um, like attacked or barked at no like the, there's a picture i actually found of one that's pretty brutal where again a guy's arms they're actually up near his head and there's an attack dog who is biting him on his uh abdomen and there's a police officer who's got his baton out, and he seriously has like a straight face, like he's just got his hands up, like he's not doing anything. This is. And some... there's a few other black guys you can see who are like turned and looking at him as they're continuing to march, because that's just what they did. They just kept moving. Um, a lot of kids are obviously getting arrested or you know pushed down I... to the ground, but the rest of them are marching on. Um, I mean, to continue. I have you know <sighs> such admiration for the adults doing this. Yep. And the children being there, I get, has a whole force. I'm not happy right now. I know. Uh, well, I got to tell you, my instinct right now is to break something. Yeah. I'm, I'm making, I'm balling up. We're in my house, so don't, please. Fists. <laughs> it's just. I know. Well, and I just Googled I real quick to find out. Bull Connor died of a stroke in the 70s. Yeah. Good. Uh, no, it's not good enough. Well, it would have been bad. Yeah, I was going to fuck his eye holes until his brain turns into yeah, mush. You still can. 
Just, I mean, not his brain and mush, but just go go find him. Yeah. Skull fuck him. Yeah. you like, fuck you. Well, you can bit by a dog. I'll bite you with my dick no, in your brain. Bull Connor is one of the worst people I can think of in history. As far as, you know, obviously taking out Hitler. It's almost- Local government in the U.S., Bull Connor is a pile of fucking shit, and he's probably one of the worst people in, in history. People time stance. Yeah, I fucking hate him. I'm glad you're dead, Bull. I hope Satan is fucking you in the face, because somebody yeah. needs to fuck you in through your nose hole so that's yeah bull connor is one who put all that together um the children is stated kept their promises they were never violent during this whole entire march i'm sure they were very inspired and just did what the adults did and yes now martin and the sclc they drew both praise and do that to babies i know so mad i know this episode is good i'm gonna you're gonna have a blood pressure problem (laughs) i'm so sorry (laughs) dude and i Here's the thing is, this is also still condensed. I mean, I've got yeah, okay. more information and more notes. We can go into as much detail. Well, so if you're feeling like, yeah, this is pretty bad, dude, it's worse than what we're even laying down here. Well, what's really pathetic, I think, is that because we're two white guys who are disconnected from this, both yeah. physically and historically and socially, yes. um, yeah, a, a large portion of the population knows these stories. And I didn't. I did not either, and I feel like a huge piece of shit because we all know yeah. civil rights happen. We all know the struggle, but you don't wrap your head around it because, yeah. I honestly have to keep reminding myself Friends this is, is the 50s because when I learned about the civil rights movement and I heard what was going on, I kept equating that to like the late 1800s. I kept yeah. thinking like, okay, after slavery, you know, this is what was going on. No, it was all the way up for a hundred years. Slavery ended in 1863. I just hope... The year we're in now is 100 years later. And it's very, very tiny amount of difference. And we're talking about this is a teaspoon in amount of information coming from people who don't well, I'm, fully appreciate because hoping, we can't. <laughs> I'm hoping that our ignorance is not uh, exclusive. But, yeah. Well, actually, I'm, maybe I do hope it is, but... Oh, yeah. We're just the only two people left on That'd Earth. That'd be great. Like, what? <laughs> <laughs> that, that'd be that'd be good just that way because people should know but i don't think that's the case i've oh, talked to a few people man. and and honestly i think people go like yeah the civil rights movement i don't think they think that this stuff you was just going don't wrap on your head around it very often and it wasn't that long ago this is happening in the 60s man this is yesterday it feels long but not long. it's not not really so we still sing beatles songs yeah my dad was alive during this time frame and mine too he was alive he was a teenager yeah and it feels disconnected and i think especially for us yeah it definitely does it's hard to that's why it's hard to wrap your head around it Mm -hmm. and historically far away enough to be like what's the thing that happened uh martin go daddy big stuff uh, martin himself is jailed and this whole entire event is actually widely covered by the media Hmm. like what they do they're smart they go ahead and get reporters to come out and help and it's televised across the country and the country is surprisingly appalled because even though it is appalling yeah even though this stuff was happening if it wasn't happening as prevalent in your area seeing it on the television screen of kind of the extremes of people getting killed murdered hoses dogs on children yeah yeah that people are going like hold on that's maybe a little too much and they start freaking out people are actually going like okay this is this is not what it's supposed to be Mm. right after martin is arrested his supporters quickly started sending telegrams of his arrest to the white house this was part of the plan by the way so all the people who are watching of what is happening on their televisions of these people getting attacked for no reason at all and they're being peaceful 
that's the other great thing about this media coverage oh, is you can so see the well. people are are just walking. Their their hands are down. They're not you know they're covering them at best for protection, but they're not fighting back. It looks awful. Yeah, that's a powerful image. Yes. Yeah. The White House wanted Martin to get released immediately. They're actually trying to snuff the coverage because it makes the whole country look like shit. Yeah. And so they're telling the leaders that haven't been arrested to go free Martin, go pay his bail, get him out, and they won't. They're like, no. He's in there for a reason. Yeah. They're like, no, we're not going to do it. We get the coverage, man. And it's fine. They give sandwiches and shit in there. So they refuse and they tell them, like, this is to focus the attention of the media on what is going on in, in Birmingham, in Birmingham. And it shows Alabama. how how fucking little JFK understands about the scenario. Exactly. Like, I no. agree completely. Oh, he's in jail. That sucks. Well, let, let's let him out. When I think you JFK's, don't get it, dude. JFK's doing it because of his own skin. He well, doesn't his want... skin, his dick sucked the whole time. He can't think clearly. Yeah. He doesn't have that clarity yet. That post. <laughs> post jacket. Post nut clarity. <laughs> We have to mention that every three episodes. Apparently, sorry. (laughs) Post-nut clarity. The problem with JFK's post-nut clarity was it was clarity to go get laid again. Yeah. So he's just walking around the White House with his dick out of his pants. (laughs) Oh, oh God. I need an assistant. I need... Hurry, hurry. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, none of his assistants wore panties just for time's sake. I'm not even sure they wore pants if they were just sitting around the overall office. (laughs) All right, you're next. Next. Yeah, if you don't know too much about JFK, he got around yeah. It's not really a secret, so, I read somewhere but in case you didn't. He gave Jackie Kennedy gonorrhea. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, are you serious? Yeah. I don't know if that's, is that, do you know if it's true? Um, or is it something you, like, kind of came across? I think it is actually true. Yeah. Okay. Shit. I'm I mean, I could look it up, but yeah. We're going to have to do JFK as well. I mean, maybe not. I don't know. I want to do him. I want to do Jackie Onassis more than him. Yeah, I mean, that'd be good. But him, too. He's He's got some interesting shit. Yeah. We're just going to talk not... shit on him the whole time anyway. Uh, Fuck JFK. Look, here's the thing is, I don't, after... This research, I don't. I'm not a big fan of JFK. However, he is not completely without doing some stuff. We'll yeah. get into that here soon as I well. But fucking love people time. But he, we'll give you both. Yes, you did some great stuff, and you're an asshole. Exactly. That's how I feel about JFK. Real, real life. And so on uh, May 8th, um, business leaders actually finally agree in in Birmingham agree to most of the protesters' demands. Like full desegregation, um, which they say they'll huh. do in the next 90 days. They're like, huh. we're going to take down all the plaques. We're going to do all this. We're going to enact our laws. Wow. And uh, Martin, along with the others that were arrested, are released from jail. Now, Martin, uh, he kind of gets praised and criticized for using the children for one. But he also gets praised and criticized during this whole thing because people are like, holy crap, you went down to bombing him and you were able to make some differences god damn daddy got balls but they're also he also gets criticized because people think he's being too accommodating to the white man mm. he kind of agrees like okay you got 90 days that's three months you also yeah that's a thing you know you gotta hire the people to go take the plaques down or whatever i mean yeah, they thought he was kind of like you should have hit him harder because he tells him like you have to hire black people you can't just have just white people this kind of uh doesn't go necessarily super well afterwards because the campaign of nonviolent direct action did help in this scenario. It takes a long time to actually go through because they hire like one black guy and they're like, see, there <laughs> see you go. <laughs> token. Exactly. They do the token thing and really they take down the plaques, but they still keep on enforcing that black people shouldn't be sitting at white people's seats. Hmm. So it. So nothing happened. Pretty much, but the plaques it, were taken down. That's it, nice. It continues to get better, and that this is the starting point of that. But hmm. it's it's resistance the whole time. Yeah. So a couple nights after Martin's released from jail, 
A bomb heavily damages the Gaston Motel where Martin had been staying, but had just left hours before. Oh, wow. And another bomb um, damages his brother's house. In Alabama? Uh, Alfred Daniel William Kings is his brother um, who got bombed. I don't think his brother is in Alabama. Oh, they just targeted him. Mm -hmm. So that's that's essentially what happened afterwards with, they're like, hey, we agree. Quit doing your guys' marches. You're ruining everything. Mm. We'll do the things you say. And then somebody tried to attack Martin and his brother. So they lied? Pretty much. They lied. And when the police went to inspect the damaged hotel, they were unfortunately met with neighborhood black citizens and things escalated really quickly. Again, Martin has left um, at this point. Mm. And I couldn't find out who started what, but there were uh, basically riots broke out. Yeah. It started with people getting beaten. Um, rocks were thrown. Bottles were thrown. There were people who were getting stabbed, um, including police officers. So this sounds sad because it almost makes you go like, okay, so a black person stabbed a, a police officer. Obviously, that's what happened. Yeah. They they were getting attacked. So, so the nonviolence is getting a little less effective. Yes. Now. People get worked up, man. I'm going to tell you right now. I've already said it. I would be one of the people that fights back. Yeah. So I don't want to put down the fact that not a black person had to stab somebody else because we already know they're getting attacked openly for no reason. Yeah. So yes, the, it sucks that the nonviolent part broke down because that's not what Martin was trying to go for and his method is working. It's efficient well, in the sense of what their goals were. So Martin comes back to Birmingham after this, to bombing him. And he stresses again nonviolence. He's like, no, 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 you guys can't be doing this. Yeah. We will lose. Um, he's so fucking smart. Yeah. And and he gets things to quiet down. Um, again, he's a very good speaker. So when he goes out and, and speaks... Well, it's it, the same sultry voice he gave to Coretta. Before. Yeah, that like, liquid hey, baritone voice. Yeah. Well, and, and he's got... Not only is it a powerful, booming voice, but it's also just hey, very baby. well stated. So a lot of these campaigns with Martin and other campaigns going on at the same time are proving to be effective on especially larger businesses, like especially uh, chains. So well, because mm-hmm. while he's doing this in Birmingham, there's still tons of other things going on in the rest of the world. They're still doing a lot of other yeah. sit-ins and a lot of other marches. And it's so effective that some of the bigger chains are seeing it happening to the ones that haven't been hit and got a sit-in or marched on or anything like that. Yeah. They're seeing it happen to the ones that are, and they're like, let's just change desegregation. <laughs> they're like, let's not have that happen to this us. This is too much stress. Because sometimes it, it puts the business completely out. If you don't give in... Beautiful. You can't sell stuff. Yeah. You eventually lose money. You can't keep up with it. This is all the Gandhi down. shit, man. Yeah. So the, Brilliant. Some businesses, and I honestly think there were some that probably were doing it for the sake of maybe human rights. So they there's some businesses that are changing just for that, which is, I think, kind of a cool thing, a, a chain effect. So much of it is, like, how little do you think about economy being the thing that will push the change? But yeah. Yeah. 100%. Huge. Everybody wants a Hardee's burger. Hardee's? We're in Utah. Why are you saying Hardee's? I just assume it's Hardee's down south. That's probably right. <laughs> yeah. I don't know, because it's Carl's Jr. up here. Yeah. That's why I thought it was weird that you chose to say the one that. I was trying to be. It's the same pro- thing. I was trying to be appropriate. I don't know. That's pretty good. Huh? God, I feel amazing right now. <laughs> <laughs> Compliments to you, sir. That was. Yeah. So, uh, President Kenny and the U.S. people had seen enough on the news coverage from Birmingham and the horrific stories that were going on in the South in general, but especially in Birmingham. And Kennedy finally presents a sweeping civil rights legislation 
to end all segregation in the U.S. and outlaw discrimination based on race, color, religion, sex, or national Ooh, origin. There's the post-ejaculate clarity. And honestly, this is kind of what Martin was doing when he went down there and wouldn't leave jail, is he was putting pressure as well on the White House. He was like, yeah, let, let the world continue seeing this until you do something. Because he should have done something sooner. Hand, man. Yep. That's beautiful. That's why I say... I'm not a huge fan of Kennedy. He did do something, but I also feel like he was also kind of pushed back up into a corner. He had no what other choices he have. he should have done sooner. Because, um, like, from a political office, he has to make a strong stance on it now. He can't play that pilly shit anymore. Yeah. And, and, and he, he does. Made the right choice. I agree. Good job. Hopefully, the head you got right before that clarity, yeah. it worked. Yeah. Whoever that, that was probably Monroe. I don't know. I actually don't know the time frame of Monroe, so... I don't know. But on August 28th, 1963, again, Martin's still 34 years old. We're still in the same year. I'm just now... We're breaking it down That's by month nuts, by month. man. He's my age. Yeah. Do you the only protest I ever had hmm. was I chained myself to shelves in the gas station because I wanted to lower their price on cigarettes. And they didn't. Well, I only chained myself there for like 20 or 25 minutes. <laughs> and you got hungry and tired. I need a cigarette. I need to go out. <laughs> yeah. So... I mean, it's close. It's pretty. It's close to the same bravery that no. that he. No, it's not. I'm just gonna knock it down right away. No, <laughs> I feel like. Hmm. I feel like yeah, it's, you can feel that way. That's fine. I feel like it's. I don't want to hurt your feelings, so but you feel wrong. While I was like chained up to wrong. it, I used my most sultry voice to call my wife and be like, "Hey, yeah, <laughs> you're treating me like Napoleon right now." And then she's like, "You're wasted at the gas station." <laughs> she's like, "That's not even the line. This is like, not a thing. <laughs> Come." <laughs> You need to come home and fix the swamp cooler. I'm like, yeah. <laughs> hey, did you guys lower the price on cigarettes yet? No. Yeah, I'm going to go home. Yeah. Anyways. It's the same. <laughs> it's it's not. That's all right, though. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take it. Okay. I'm going to take the credit for that. You can have that. You, for Just for you. Sweet. On August 28th, uh, 1963, Martin Luther King marches on Washington. Ooh. Now, this is the famous one that most people will recall if they know anything about Martin Luther Big- King. It's a big one. Oh, is this when he goes and has the talk uh, I, by the Washington Monument? Yes. Oh, cool. The I Have a Dream I saw that speech. in Forrest Gump. <laughs> but anyway, so Martin Luther King wants to do this march on Washington. He wants to do a huge organization. Do the big one. Now, the reason why – there's a couple things that are going on with this, and this is a brilliant – there's a reason why this is brilliant Yeah. and why it's so well known. Everything he does is brilliant. That, yeah. This guy's thought out. Yes. But here's what's going on is when Kennedy – Went to go put in his legislation to and discrimination and everything. Right. It unfortunately did meet resistance in the White House. Yeah, it gets filibustered. That's what this march is going to be, is to basically go push on that hard. Be like, hmm. no, this is going to go through. JFK is not really actually in favor of the march. He's not necessarily against it, but he thinks it's actually going to hurt their chances rather than making them better. And Martin's like completely on their you side. He's like, shit, he's Jack. like, this is the only way it's gonna work, and uh-huh. we're gonna do it. Wow! And they get two hundred fifty thousand civilians, yeah, to go join at the steps of Lincoln Memorial in Washington D.C. A ton of fucking people. And this is, yep, this is where he has the famous "I Have a Dream" speech. Which, if you know anything about U.S. history, uh, this is one of the most know. iconic speeches in history. If you go look up, like, think of how many speeches you can think of off the top of your head. You got the four score and seven years ago, which is Lincoln, right? And uh, Hamlet soliloquy. Yep, you got Hamlet soliloquy. Uh, to be or not to be. Yeah, that's not. That's that, not that is the question. It's not you. Uh, Whether tis finer, nobler in the mind. Nobler in the, mm, 
Yeah. No, uh, there's a few of them that are like, give me liberty, give me death. There, right. There's a few that people can name off the top of their head. But I have a dream. Is In the 90s, up there. Um, that's one of the most. During his shows, a lot of times KRS One would give a speech. Who? KRS One. It's a rapper. Hmm. That's probably similar. Were there any good? Yeah, KRS One's a good speaker. Hmm. Nice. He, yeah. He's not into politics, though. I don't think he likes white people either. No? No. I'm a big fan of KRS One, but I don't think he would like me, particularly. <laughs> Why? <laughs> I don't know. Um, you know, yeah, he's a smart guy, and I'm me. <laughs> His good beat selection. Oh, good. It's a people time uh, exclusive. Karis One picks good beats. Nice. So the "I Have a Dream" speech is really good for a lot of reasons because he's addressing actually more than just. Yeah. He's geniusly putting pressure on the, the politicians. He's being like, "Look, you know, this, the slaves were freed. Mm-hmm. That was a hundred years ago." And look where we're at. We're supposed to already be con- like considered citizens. We're already supposed to be considered it's to be equal. Long we had the 14th and the 15th Amendment. And a hundred years, we haven't come anywhere. And so that's what, that's why I thought that speech was great. Was It is powerful. He does a great job of talking about um, having equality. But he's really addressing the fact that this should have already been solved. What are, and we, it's, what are we doing? And here we are still a hundred years later, still fighting for the same shit. We must forever... Conduct our struggle on the high plane of dignity and discipline. I have a dream that my four children will one day live in a nation where they will not be judged by the color of their skin, but the content of their character. That's a big thing to say. Yes. He's very intelligent. I have a dream today that one day every valley shall be exalted, every hill and mountain shall be made low. We are free at last, free at last. Wow. So, oh, Martin. two weeks after the March on Washington, yep. which is widely successful, Huge. it's brilliantly done and organized, but um, two weeks afterwards, on September 15th, on Sunday, mm-hmm. four Ku Klux Klan members plant at least 15 sticks of dynamite attached to a timing device beneath the steps of the 16th Baptist Church. Mm-hmm. The explosion kills four girls. Mm-hmm. Three of them are 14 years old, one of them is 11, mm-hmm. and they injure 22 others. Sure. Now, I wanted to bring this up because we just talked about how there's legislation going through. We're trying to get to this certain point. There's a huge amount of pressure building. And even in the midst of all of this, there's another bombing that happens. And even though children are killed and people are injured, the people that did this, they know who did it. Who? Like the police? Yeah. FBI knew too. Don't care. So this is why I hate J. Edgar Hoover as well. So the FBI concludes who the four Klansmen were that committed this crime in 1965 is when they found out. So a couple of years later, and they know for Hoover's sure. Card buddies. They know who did it. Um, uh, the reason why I don't like J. Edgar Hoover in this pussies. Giant pussies. Is because the black people who, you know, family members were affected by this who tried to prosecute. Yeah. These men, they, they went free, by the way. Completely free. It wasn't until the 70s that it got reopened back up. This is in Alabama. Yeah, this is an album. So actually, that church I just mentioned, that's mm-hmm. the same church, if you heard earlier, when I was saying that they had the children 50 at a time going from one location to the next. Right. They started at the church and they ended up at the mayor's office. That's the church they bombed. So, so it's like a symbolic thing. That's They purposely picked that church, it seems like. I get hating people. I hate all kinds of people. Sure. I don't bomb anybody, though. Don't bomb kids and old ladies. Up. Little pussies. 
So the four men, they're completely free. Jed Kerhoover actually had so much evidence that showed that they'd done it, but he did not give it to the prosecutors on purpose, and he hid it away, and it wasn't found until the 70s. See, this is like the... This is the bit that you found where you're like, yeah, no, fuck J. Edgar. J. Edgar Hoover, yeah. Where he like intentionally... They know for a fact, and then they know it's J. Edgar Hoover who had the evidence and, and told them not to give it to the prosecutors. And there's not really any... And classified it. ...political reason for this where he's being shady, like he's just a fucking racist. You know, I didn't see the reason why other than he basically was in charge of that scenario and just said, yeah, don't. Good. I'm happy. So, fuck I'm happy I can, uh, I can have a solid opinion on him. Yeah. Fuck you. Yep, this is why I... When I, I went and read that article, the guy who was like, people are just smearing his name. Smearing, no, smearing his name. Come on. No, yeah, that guy doesn't always time out. So, opinion. the official people time stance on Jagger Hoover is we Fuck hope that guy. Satan is fucking your skull for eternity, and in life, you didn't look good in women's clothes. Yeah. A lot of dudes do. A lot. Now... My wife watches a bunch of them on YouTube. They're good-looking gentlemen. They're, you don't. Now, of the th- you're an ugly bitch. The three you're an ugly little fat bitch. I'm so worked up. Today. I know you're okay. I dude, I know. So the four men who are a part of it, one of them dies in the '90s. Never ends up getting convicted by anything. When it gets reopened up, and they find out Jedker Hoover had like had the evidence and like, doing oh anything. fuck in the '70s, uh, one of them does get convicted of oh cool murder. that's good. The other remaining two get convicted in like the 2000s. Like they're 80. What? But they and they were convicted of this crime yes that's how long it took so at the time frame of when they tried to first convict them they just walked nobody gave a shit and i bring this up because we're at the point where the i have a dream speech people are trying to push for it we've got hundreds of thousands of people in these big giant marches Mm -hmm. it's on national television they're trying to pass legislation and yet this still happens where a bombing happens and nobody nobody goes to jail so that's not alabama's dream no they have a different dream they have a shitty dream. It's a white utopia where you exclusively sleep with your family members. Yeah. And you drink moonshine until you can't work anymore, which is fine because you don't have a job anyway because you're a stupid well, piece I, of shit. I'm so fucking mad because one of the guys that got finally convicted is like 80-something years old and yeah, he dies happened? three years later. And you're like, fuck that, man. So he actually like went to prison. Yeah, he went to prison for like a couple of years and died there. I'm going to do. I'm gonna have a bad life. I'm going to do some shady stuff so that when I die, I go to hell. And I'm fi- I'm gonna find you. So, the I have a dream speech. Two weeks later, it's September fifteenth. That happens. Now we're going into November twenty second, nineteen sixty three. President Kennedy is assassinated. Right. So this is all happening pretty much back to back to back. Yeah. Which there's no conspiracy there. Yeah. There is no grassy knoll. <laughs> it's not magic spit. So there's a whole bunch of stuff around that, of course. I've read so much about Dude, it. Dude, it's insane. I so, don't think we should get into it because we could go on and it's, on. Yeah, that's that's a that's a separate thing. Different. Hey, he's dead now. But luckily, but his, like I said before, what's really good for him for post ejaculate clarity? Bullet in the head. It's good for you. Oh, man. Clears up everything. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> Coming for so, you too. Kennedy is assassinated. Um, luckily, his civil rights legislation remains. I mean, it's stalled, but it's still in effect in the sense it's still trying to get pushed. Yeah. It's stalled, but um, it does take another eight months with battles of Southern politicians mostly before the Civil Rights Act is finally signed on July 2nd, 1964. So it it is a bummer because they did the the legislation. It got stalled. There's a bombing. JFK gets assassinated eight months later. Finally, it's goddamn signed. Well, and I think if I remember right, I don't, I don't care for Johnson, but I think he was on the civil rights side. 
if I remember. Yeah, right. cool. Go Johnson. Yeah, I, I don't. I, I don't fucking like him. I don't mind Johnson. He's I. I actually like Johnson more than I like Kennedy. However, he's not that much better. Yeah. Back to the conspiracy stuff. I, I feel. <laughs> I feel pretty certain he killed Kennedy. You think so? That's where I land on it. But wow, that's high level politics. That shit happens. <laughs> It's yeah. not. It's not cool, but yeah, I accept it. But, so yeah, I think I think Johnson because he's from the South. So good for him that he had a little bit more of a progressive, like yeah, civil rights. Yeah, okay, I'm cool with it. Yeah, yeah. Oh, you know, I should announce here. Johnson. We we're talking about Johnson. Johnson at the time was the vice president of JFK. Right. Yes. And when JFK was assassinated, he assumed took the over. acting president. And he's a big. He's from Texas. He's a big Southern guy. He's a big Texas guy. Yeah. Um, but I don't think. Racist, as far as I could tell. Fucked up with Vietnam, but every, yeah. every, everybody fucked up with Vietnam. Yeah, everybody. It's a quagmire. We're going to get set to Vietnam. A little bit. Not much. This is, but. This is a lot. So January 3rd Go Daddy. of 1964, I just wanted to announce this part because it's cool. Time Magazine honors Martin You're as the sassy. man of the year. <laughs> yeah. He puts him on the, They put him on the cover. What year is it? 60... 1964. Nice. Huh? January 3rd. He's he's on the cover. It's like a drawing you know, image, kind of like a character... Uh, caricature not, sure. not a caricature when you actually do a profile there i don't know whatever it's called i think it's a character i don't know anyways i thought it was neat because they he's, they were clearly praising him well and and it's just the fact he's the most influential person of that shit, year yeah push it around so martin's like 35 years old around this time frame. 35 30, yeah 35 36 even though the civil rights act is signed which is to end all legal segregation the south's Still finding resistance by white officials. These shitty officials start making discrimination laws that don't seem like they're discrimination laws. They're getting sneaky with it. Mm. So, like, for instance, I'll give you a couple examples. They're not allowing black people to vote, but they're not saying that. They're like, black people can vote. The thing just got said they can vote. <laughs> However, the problem is, is they want to vote on but... this day, and this day there's construction on the building. <laughs> so it's actually, they're going to have this small time window, about two minutes, that so they have to get here at this time frame. Which they have is... to make sure they're at the right door, and when they come in, then they can vote, and they only have a couple minutes to be able to fill it all out. And that's supposed to help hundreds of people who want to vote. Fair. Like, that's what they're doing. Is that's they're, 100% fair. They're, they're, whenever someone tells them, like, hey, you're not letting us vote, or you're not letting black people vote, they're going, they can vote. Yeah, no, they can vote. They can vote. They just need to they need to be here the time when it's okay to vote. Like 15 minutes. We have a small community. 4 a.m. on Wednesday. We, we can't have someone just sitting there letting a whole bunch of people come in and vote all well, day look, long. Look, let's be honest, okay? Sure, you're you're equal. Okay, okay, you're equal. Yeah. But you guys are scary, and I don't like you. So you can vote, but we need to have like extra staff. It needs to be 4 o'clock in the morning. We don't want too many black people on the streets. It's too scary. Yeah. It's too scary. Well, and they're trying to use safety hazard things like, well, there's too many people. This building can only hold so much. There might be a fire. They're, they're trying to do everything they can to make it seem like they're still oh doing God. what the law is like. And they're like, we're not, we're not not allowing them. Like, this is what they, we still do this shit. We have to take people's safety into consideration. With voter ID and shit like that. If we have a bunch of motor, motorized vehicles out on the roads, it could cause more danger. They're so not. we're breaking it up to be small, tiny little sections where everybody has to come and vote in like I, a two-minute period. I agree with all this. Yeah. It's, so that's what they, they're doing. They they're need being to be, shitty. They need to be careful, though. But this also launches a new thing. This is a civil rights group called the Here we go. Dallas County Voters League. They're in Dallas, Alabama, by the way, because when I first saw Dallas, I was like, Dallas, Texas, and they're in Alabama. Is this like a really oh, big Dallas, organ? Alabama is a place? Yep. So Alabama has a city called Dallas. So well, Alabama still shitty. They it's just a shitty place there. You don't have a football team. You don't matter. Yeah. So they launched the voters registration campaign, and they asked Martin 
and the SCLC to join them Mm -hmm. in Selma, Alabama, which is close by from where they're at. And Martin does. In January, he goes down and does another nonviolent protest. It begins in February with 3,000 people getting arrested. He has got to be exhausted. Dude, dude, this guy's constantly going. Martin never stops. I don't get it. But the uh, time is just explaining people of high bravery and intelligence versus our opposite of that yeah it's insane yeah where we're just like but don't you ever like just take your pants off for like a whole day and just sit on the couch i don't think he i don't know if that guy slept probably not i don't get i don't get how he get is able to get all this shit done martin does show up um the three thousand people get arrested i was just saying and supporters decide to march from selma to montgomery which is about 50 miles by the way so they're going to start in one location and they're going to march their way over to montgomery is this uh bloody sunday yeah, we're getting close to that, yeah. During this march of a nonviolent protesters, Jimmy Lee Jackson is beaten, shot, and killed by a state trooper during the peaceful march. So he is he like dragged out of the yeah. march and they all see this? Well, so from what I saw, I saw two different things. One was that Jimmy Lee Jackson was actually away from the march, but he was protesting, like he was going to go join the march. That's what I would assume, yeah. Now, I P- did... Pussies don't have the balls to do it in front of people. Well, I did also see that there was some... They pulled him out while he was marching and pulled him away. Right. And everyone else kept marching because you're not supposed to be violent. And as the march continued, then they started beating him and then shot him and killed him. So I don't know which one's correct if he was going to go join mm. and they got him on this way or if they pulled him out and then yeah, just waited. something like that. But was it a cop or cops from what i saw it was a state trooper so one i hope you feel like a big strong man yeah with your little dick i'm finding you in hell too with that happening hundreds of protesters are arrested including martin yeah so this is in february while martin is in jail february 21st 1965 malcolm x is assassinated right yeah he was in new york city he was giving a speech where he was in a room of about 400 people and um someone shouted something out um they used the n-word um, it was a it was a distraction thing. Go next. According to what one reporter said, and just to quote exactly what was said in the report or whatever, was that someone shouted out, "Hey nigger, get your hand out of my pocket!" And then this causes some disruption. What? And so everybody's looking over that way, and then a guy runs up with a sawed-off shotgun and shoots Fuck. Malcolm X in the chest. And they don't know, right? Hmm. They don't know who did. Well, at the same time that happened, two more men um, joined up on stage with. Handguns, semi-automatic handguns. I know, yeah, and started Mal- firing. Malcolm had like security, and and I don't. I, I actually didn't go any further because I figured Malcolm X. We'll thing, do it. Yeah, we'll people time it. But as far as I could see, yeah, it was chaos, and I don't know if they ever got them or not. And it's so sad because yeah. it's right after he came back from Africa, and he had a whole change of pace, and he's working on. Matter of fact, the convincing person- his people like. Let's let's do a new thing now. Mm. The shitty part is the person who uh, um, killed him. They know it was part of the Nation of Islam. Oh, so the old thing that he was doing before. Yeah, so he joined, the and five- then he left, and then he even told reporters before this happened that he thought the Nation of Islam was trying to Which, kill Which, the irony there is pretty sick. It sucks. Yeah. He, yeah. He he helped build the violence, and the violence killed him. Yeah. Which is what Martin's and been talking about. And around the time frame when he was so in, like, maybe this isn't the best way. This is so yeah. what Martin's been. This is, like, mythology-level right? culture that we experienced. This is huge, man. It defines so much of humanity. Powerful people are rising, getting murdered, all for the sake of just basic human rights, really. 
the next month in March of 1960, let's see here, 1965. Mm-hmm. This is a, a reference point for the U.S. is entering the Vietnam War, by the way. Fuck. During the march that Martin was a part of, uh, troopers are seen of attacking unarmed marchers with billy clubs and tear gas. Little pussies. And the marchers, um, when they pass the county line, trying to, they're, remember, they're trying to get to Montgomery. Sure. That's where the event is known as the Bloody Sunday, is where you see everybody just getting beaten. So they cross into Montgomery County, and the and these police are, just go crazy these are on cops. everybody. Yeah. Okay. Yep. It's all police officers. Law enforcement beat a woman named Amelia. Um, they beat a woman. Yeah. A woman named Amelia Boynton, who helped organize the march. Um, she was one of the people that was actually like local that helped yeah. with Martin and everybody. And she's beaten to the point of unconsciousness. And the media publicizes it to the world. It's not even just the U.S. Like, this well, that's gets out. huge. With pictures of her laying in the ground wounded. And again, everybody else around is nonviolent. All the protesters are. They're obviously trying to protect her, but no one's fighting back. They're trying to cover her, um, or they're standing around her trying to Such. have the police not continue to beat on her. Oh, my God. Another march takes place you later. You beat in. a lady. You beat a lady. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Luckily, though, as awful as that fucking thing is, the world is reacting awfully to this, of course. Appropriately. Yeah. yeah. They're going like, are you kidding me? Well, a picture carries a lot of weight when you see an unarmed woman just blacked out, covered in blood. And again, legislation already is now passed. They're supposed to have equal rights. And right now what they're doing is walking. And the police, the people who are supposed to be... Walking is illegal. Yeah. They're the ones who are beating it. I have to beat you up now. This is Alabama. Everybody that's in Alabama in the government is shitty yeah they all suck case yeah so uh, again another march takes place in march um of this year and martin is leading the march himself during this march there's a guy who his name is james reeb um Mm. and he is taken beaten and murdered and he's a civil rights activist He's white. Um, they he's went pick- after him because they're trying to do the same thing they were doing before with other white people. He's that taken were from the march? Yeah. Okay. So uh, it's actually after the march, but they they hunt him down, find him, and they're like, you whitey trying to help out the blackies? Make example of him. So they go in and uh, they kill him, and it's it's brutal. After that, all of this gets published, by the way, in the media, including, like I was saying, with the woman who's beaten, unconscious, right. and James Reeb the country are, are just an outcry like go fix alabama what the fuck is going on in alabama just burn it down and so they target alabama like people are writing into like their congressmen they're everyone's writing towards the white house yeah and they're like do something federally go in there you're they're now breaking the law it's them they're breaking the law now it's the other side now yeah, yeah you can't pretend and so this is where I kind of like, this is why I like Johnson a little bit more. So Lyndon B. Johnson, who we've already been discussing a little bit, he was yeah. the vice president. He's now the acting president since JFK has been murdered. He tells first Governor Wallace. I already talked to him a little about it. He's one of the two fuckheads that I hate. Right. There's This story is full of fuck ass. But yeah, Governor Wallace says he will not do anything to help the protesters fuck, in that. Fuck you. Yeah. So this is why. He called I, Johnson and he's like, uh, hey, I appreciate you reaching out. Um, they're black, though. Do you, do you do you know what I mean? And Johnson's like, yeah, stop hurting them. And well, he's like, oh no, I'm not I don't, do that. I don't know what you mean though, because like, they're they're black though. Like, can I just hit them? No. 
But this is why I like Johnson. Johnson, Lyndon B. Johnson, he's like, if you're not going to help him, then I'm going to. And he sends over 1,900 of Alabama National Guard, many FBI agents, and federal marshals under federal command to go protect the marchers. So they're surrounded by armed men now being like, you can't touch them. These armed men, if you try to touch them, they will kill you instead. Like, fuck off. Which they had to protect citizens so civil servants are protecting citizens from other civil servants yeah but it's <laughs> higher up you know it went up now yeah you got Jesus you got federal Christ. government agents that are protecting from local shitty policemen humans are so dumb yeah <laughs> yeah the marchers they arrive in montgomery with the protection how long is this walk so it's 50 miles so and how, they how? would do like five to ten miles like a day and they would stop and then like set up camp yeah wow See, I was because it was called Bloody Sunday. I thought it was just like a day. Yeah, well, that Bloody Sunday was on a specific day where, like, right when they crossed the line uh, into the county, is when the police went crazy so and started this, fighting. This whole march is like ten days. Yeah, it's a little bit longer. Yeah. Wow. So good for them, man. That's intense. So in the middle of the march, yeah, they had to send out a whole bunch of guards to go help them um, because once they crossed the line, it was too dangerous. So they had to, like, I think, stop actually for a while while that was happening. Well, and really, what other option does Johnson have? Well, I mean, and he's got to do something. They're breaking the law, and, and it's the, right. the whole entire country's freaking out about it. So he's just like, all him, right, let's go do it. Just let them finish their fucking walk. Yeah. Um, 25,000 people entered the capital of the city Woo! in Alabama to go vote. Fuck yeah. Yep. So it's successful. It works out. The route itself is actually uh, memorialized as the Selma to Montgomery Voting Rights Trail, and Baller. it's a uh, designated as the U.S. National Historic Trail. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah, for voting right acts. I mean, I would like to go see it, but I will never step foot in Alabama. I know, right? I don't want to... I'm sorry if you're from Alabama and you have nothing to do with anything, you know, racist or evil or anything. If you're a decent person and I'm sorry that we're bragging on Alabama, but at this time frame, it sounds like a fucking <laughs> shitty place. Like the worst people. It sounds like a shithole now. Leave. You deserve better. You do. Anyways, so going back into Martin real quick. Uh, December uh, December 10th of 1964, Martin is awarded the Nobel Peace Prize for his dynamic leadership of the civil rights movement. Martin pledges the prize money towards the movement. Yeah, hella. So, yep, so it can continue to develop. God, that's huge, man. Yeah. All right, so we're getting into uh, 1966 during this time. In Chicago, it's found that the real estate offices are performing what's called racial steering. I had to look up the, what this meant. Yeah. Uh, racial steering is a term that where uh, real estate brokers, I mean, I think it could be used in multiple areas, but in this case, it's for real estate brokers who would guide prospective buyers towards or away certain neighborhoods uh, based on their race. Yeah. So even though everything's supposed to be equal, what would happen is if you were a black couple, Go to a black and you made a certain amount of money, and you were a white couple, and you made a certain amount of money. You could go to the same broker, and they would not show you the same houses. No, the broker would push you towards the black area, and also use you the shittier area. Yeah, even though you're making just as much as the white couple, and the white couple would go over to a much nicer area where a bunch of white people are, and they're not supposed to be doing this, obviously. Well, obviously, and what they're afraid of is white flight because it destabilizes the whole the whole neighborhood. What's white flight? It's one of like an upstanding black family moves into a white neighborhood and the white people leave. Yeah. There's no good in any of this, but no. I think the uh, That's what those they were. brokers were trying to avoid that. Yeah, this means they, uh, you know... Fuck you. April 3rd, he's in his hotel room. Uh, it's the Lorraine Motel. Mm-hmm. Um, he used to go there a lot. This is like one of his places he visit. Still in uh, Tennessee? Still in Tennessee. Cool. And he has a 
a speech set up to give at the Mason Temple um, that night, and it's actually the headquarters for like the Church of God in Christ. I've don't never heard of it. Don't trust the Masons. But I don't know anything about the Masons, really. I don't know. Oh, Illuminati. They're too secretive. I've actually wanted to join several times so I could learn the handshakes and stuff and figure out what the Illuminati is. Yeah. But my brother-in-law's a Mason, and he's an idiot, so I think... Yeah. There's nothing I hate, there. I don't I hate your brother-in-law. <laughs> I, mean, I fucking hate him. Um, Does your sister listen to this shit? I don't know. I, I wonder if he, he doesn't. Does. <laughs> I doubt he... Even if he does, he wouldn't click on the money. He wouldn't listen he to this one. Yeah. No. He's a fucking shitty he is a, person. He like is him. a racist weirdo Nazi, but yeah. a Mason, which turned me off from being a Mason. I wanted <laughs> yeah. to be one, and then it's like, oh, that guy's oh, he's in there? Okay. Yeah, I'm out. I'm good. So I'll just make secret handshakes with my dog and be like, we're in a secret club, buddy. <laughs> yeah. Check this out. We're not going to be called Masons. We'll name our own shit. Yeah, we're going to be called the Bone Boys. Nice. Me and my dog. Ooh, can like, I join that, or is it just you and your dog? You can jump in. Bring, bring one, my dogs. Bring one of your dogs, and then we're the bum boys. Yeah. Nobody else is allowed unless you know the handshake. Yeah. Nobody. And we are. We also have some mixed feelings about Jews. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> I gotta leave. Unfortunately, I gotta leave this group. Damn it. Well, if you're gonna have a secret group, I think that's the thing. Is you have to have some weird feelings about Jews. Can it be weird, like like In way too optimistic. Yeah, like on the other side for once. So our weird feeling about Jews is that they are the chosen people. Yeah, nobody has that view, so that's perfect. Just them and us. Just them and us. Just but we're not Jews we're not Jewish. And the bone boys. But we Yeah. <laughs> All right, I can join this. We'll group. just go to synagogue and we're like, We're fucking with you <laughs> And we're we're doing handshakes with our dogs and they're like, What are these guys what doing? You know what? That's the only people that like us what besides us, so then yeah, let's hey, hey, Yeah, bone guys. Bone boys. Bone boys. And the Jews people are just like, <laughs> What is this? <laughs> You don't need to know about it, but we're with you. You can't know about it because you don't know the sacred handshake. <laughs> that was fun. I liked all that. I'm really excited about all of this. Okay, so April 3rd, he goes in. Uh, he's He's got a speech that's for the Church of God in Christ. The weather is bad, though, that night. He doesn't think anyone's going to show up. He decides, like, you know what? We'll send somebody over tell him, like, hey, sorry, the weather's bad. It looks like we'll have to reschedule kind of a thing. I don't mm. think there's going to be a really good turnout. And he gets, like, all into his pajamas and talks with... One of his leaders is there, and he's just kind of going over notes. And somebody like Jesse Jackson is there, right? Or yeah. One of those, yeah, okay. Yeah, Jesse Jackson's one, part of this group that he's with. Yeah. Um, I think actually Jesse Jackson's one of the ones who goes over to the church, because he goes to the church to tell everybody, like, sorry, Martin's not going to show up. But when yeah. he gets there, he sees that it's actually a really good turnout. Like, it's still pretty full. So he's like, I'm going to go call Martin. So he calls Martin up. And they actually talk about this conversation because it's kind of funny. He yeah. calls Martin. Martin's in his pajamas. Hmm. And he's like, hey, man, the people are ready for you. They're they're here. And Martin's like, so let me get this straight. You want me to get out of my pajamas, <laughs> get dressed in my suit, and come do a speech that I haven't prepared yet? You, you want daddy to do all that? And uh, whoever was there next to him, they have an interview with him when he was in the hotel. He was like, I only heard one part of the conversation, and that's what I heard was Martin saying that. And then I guess apparently the, Martin other, going, ah. the other person on the other side must have said yes, because then he said, all right. And he all right. put the phone down, got undressed from his pajamas, got into his suit, and headed over right away so he could go talk to uh, the people. Yeah. And he delivers a great speech. This is one of the ones that's also pretty well known. It's known that I've been to the mountaintop speech. Sounds like an R&B song. It is cool speech. What he says here, and I'll just kind of quickly go over one of my parts that I liked. Some changes have been happening, but as you can see, even with legislation still have gone through already, they're still running into constant resistance. So he, in this speech, is saying, yeah, I don't know what will happen now. We've got some difficult days ahead, but it doesn't matter with me now because I've been to the mountaintop. Seen it. And I don't mind. Like anybody, I would like to live a long life. Longevity has its place. 
but I'm not concerned about that now. Oh, he knew. I just want to do God's will, and he's allowed me to go up to the mountain, and I've looked over, and I've seen the promised land. I may not get there with you, but I want you to know tonight that we as a people will get to the promised land. He knew. So I'm happy tonight, and I'm not worried about anything, and I'm not fearing any man. He knew he wasn't going to make it. Fear no man. Earlier, he told multiple people that, you know, hey, uh, a lot of us aren't going to make it to our 50s. I want you guys to know that if you're joining. Well, he started to see the the, the violence is not going to stop. Yeah. So Martin leaves. He goes back to his hotel. On the next day, April 4th of 1968, Martin's 39 years old. At 6.01 p.m., he's shot and killed by James Earl Ray. So... He steps out of his hotel and he's he's with multiple people. They're talking um, about actually he's got more speeches that, is, that are coming up and he's going to go. Yeah. He's talking to, I guess they had like a, a musician that would kind of help play some, you know, gospel style music. Cool. And he was telling one of them like, hey, make sure you play this one really pretty. And he's in the hotel room. He's outside of it right now. They're like on the balcony having a smoke or whatever. Yeah. It's like a top, top balcony. Yeah. Um, not having a smoke, but... I mean, it's not. I don't know. Yeah, but uh, he steps outside, and the person who shoots him it, it hits him in the jaw. It ricochets down his like spine. It mm. he instantly is Was it a, one shot, one shot, one thirty out six bullet. Wow. Yeah, I don't know if you know about thirty out six, but that's that's a powerful big bullet. It's it's mm. what you use for like long distance elk hunting and shit. It's not something you have to. Wow. Yeah. And I went through his jaw and like down. Yeah. So it, it actually ends up in his shoulder, but it, it goes. Into his jaw, to his spinal cord, ricochets down. I mean, it's a powerful bullet. It's not just you know. I hate the word ricochet when we're talking about bullets. I like know, the, especially inside your someone's body. It's just bouncing um, off your bones. Yeah, and uh, I mean, it, it does a whole bunch of damage. It just tears everything up. Obviously, he gets rushed to the hospital, and they have doctors that open him up and try to re- bring him back, basically revive him. And uh, an hour later, he's no good. He's yeah. Probably hit his heart He's somewhere dead. in there at some point, or maybe. Well, it it tore up uh, uh, a lot of his arteries, a lot of his. I mean, there was mm. probably way more work than just not the heart as much as like everything that goes up into your brain is all teared yeah. up. Yeah, yeah. And one of the doctors who actually, uh, or at least a doctor, stated that with the autopsy, that though he was only thirty nine years old. His heart was like that of a sixty-year-old. They're like, and they were like, it's because of probably the stress of the thirteen years of civil rights movements That's alone. Some poetry, man. He carried the weight yeah. of it on his heart for so long. Yeah, that's heavy. Robert F. Kennedy delivers a speech that announces the death of Martin Luther King. He at least acknowledges that many will be filled with anger, and he says something that surprises his aides and everybody else around him because what he says is says for those of you who are black and are tempted to be filled with hatred and mistrust of the injustice of such an act against all white people, Mm. I would only say that I can also feel in my own heart the same kind of feeling. He also states for the first time of mentioning the death of his own brother, saying that his brother was also killed by a white man. I don't know if he's being patronizing. I don't think so. But I think he's trying to say like, I'm also angry about this. I can understand that if you want to go murder all white people. Yeah. Because this is a tragedy. I mean, something like this is like, I think even like the national culture or whatever has not digested this fact. Yeah. 
a lot of the assassinations in the 60s were all just kind of like, yes, it happened. Yeah. That's all I know. Yeah. It's too much to sort of take in. Well, despite the urging of calming by many leaders, uh, news of King's assassination promptly causes major outbreaks of looting, arson, violence, resulting in deaths, major property damage, and more than 100 American cities are involved in this. Altogether, 43 men and women are killed, approximately 3,500 are injured, and 27,000 were arrested. It's not what he wanted, guys. Yeah, not until over 58,000 National Guardsmen and Army troops joined local, state, and police forces did the uprising finally cease. Mm. This whole entire thing is called Holy Week, 1968, hmm. because it was he died, and this is what happened. Uh, just, everyone, ri- just riots. Everyone, yeah, rioted. Um, <sighs> Coretta Scott King, his wife, his right. now-widowed wife, on April 8th, she got together with her children and led a crowd of 40,000 in a silent march through the streets of Memphis to honor her, her fallen husband. Yeah. So she was trying to continue on with this, the peace, of course. Oh, my God. Now, we can go into this a little bit. James Earl Ray, who was caught later in London two months later because mm-hmm. they didn't catch him right away. Um, when oh, he fled on a plane? Yeah, so he actually went to multiple places. Damn. He went all over the place in those two months. He fled really quick to other cities, of course. He went to Canada for a little bit and then went over to... How many months is it before they get him? Two months. Wow. When he was shot, when Martin was shot, people saw someone fl- like fleeting. Like they saw someone running. Yeah. Now, this is where it gets dicey because I don't know what to believe. There's a lot of conspiracies, just as many conspiracies around Martin Luther King as there is about JFK, probably. He wasn't the president, right? So it's not quite as much attention. Well, and um, I think when the, when a president dies, there's a lot of mixed feelings that are kind of like, eh, whatever. But Martin Luther King is like, he's yeah. Jesus. You you, yeah. you want to treat it with gloves. Well, and honestly, I have not. Thus it far. looks very similar to me as JFK is like. Maybe it was the FBI. Maybe it was the mafia. Maybe it was communists. Maybe it was just a white jackass. That whole maybe thing it was really like that, dude. It's like it wow. sounds super similar. But they don't know much about the fucker. Well, so here's what happened. Since James Earl Ray was caught, like, you know, unfortunately with JFK, the guy that everyone wonders if they killed Oswald. Oh, yeah. Yeah, right. Oswald died. They can't ask him anything. And Jack Ruby shot him for some godforsaken Jack reason. Jack Ruby's a fucking idiot. He is, right? Um, yeah, he's an idiot. But James Earl Ray, is a, he was alive. They caught him. They brought him back. And this is why it gets weird. James Earl Ray pleads guilty. Okay. And then he takes it back. Oh, wait. Never mind. Yeah. So he pleads guilty. He gets sentenced. He gets sentenced 99 years in prison, <laughs> but Martin's own son, Dexter, actually goes and meets with James Earl Ray because I guess there's already conspiracies and there's already this whole thing that James Earl Ray has been set up. And that's why when he recants it back immediately, he still gets sentenced. So he pleads guilty, gets sentenced, and then he yeah. recants it like a couple days later. He's like, hold on, actually, this is I didn't this wasn't how it was supposed to go. I was told to plead guilty, <laughs> but I was supposed to be... I know, didn't mean it. Yeah, so he starts... I don't, I don't like this. He starts saying that like he's being framed. This whole thing was a setup. His lawyer told him to, to plead guilty, and that would have been better, Shut or up, that it was because it was part of a plan, or whatever. So when Dexter's, you know, when Martin's son Dexter goes and meets with him, he says, "Hey, did you actually? Were you the one who killed my father? Killed my dad?" And James Earl Ray says, "No." Now I don't know why I didn't go that much further into this part, but Dexter believes him, hmm. which is odd. But here's the thing: the rest of the King family thinks that somebody else did it and not him they think it's an organization not the whole a person. king family is on that so coretta scott king said that the jury was clearly convinced by the extensive evidence that was presented which by the way they had the guns fingerprints 
ammunition. Did, he, he bought the gun that was used to kill it a few days before. So they can prove James bought the gun. Yeah. And they can prove he was there. Yeah. This is or why I feel area, weird about this because to me, I'm not a big conspiracy person. James Earl Ray, in my mind, I feel confident he must have been the guy based off of what I could find. However, this goes against the entire King family of what they think. So I don't want to be disrespectful because yeah. they're the ones who lost. Well, they're going to have different reasons member. for feeling that way. Uh, so I don't know, but she goes on to say, yeah, they were presented during the trial, all this evidence. In addition, Mr. Jowls, I don't know how to say the name, the conspiracy of a mafia, local, state, and federal government agencies were deeply involved in the assassination of my husband. The jury also affirmed overwhelming evidence that identified someone else, not James Earl Ray, as the shooter, and that Mr. Ray was set up to take the blame. I mean, up to this point, I would 100% believe that the FBI are behind it. Yeah. They'll but that they would have either set up James to do it, or they would have set him up to be blamed for it. Yeah, and that might be. Because who else has the agenda to do it? Well, the only thing I could say is that this doesn't admit proof, or maybe some of the evidence I'm about to say is not correct in the sense that it was planted, but it seems odd that James Earl Ray buys a gun, and a couple days later, that gun is used to kill Martin. He had multiple passports, like he had a couple fake ones. Oh, that's not great. Yeah, and he traveled into multiple locations very quickly after this. Mm. And here's the thing, is that stuff could be faked, sure, but... If I wanted to plan somebody, who's someone who's bought a gun recently, and we'll just make it seem like that person? Yeah. That guy that guy was just buying a gun. He Fuck wasn't man. anybody. And then we'll buy a similar gun. We'll put it next to it. But then you get all these like passports. He traveled where he didn't travel before. He also travels a lot and very quickly and under multiple passports. Like, it just seems like somebody's trying to get away and doing whatever they can. I don't know. The problem is the Federal Bureau of Investigation was assigned to investigate King's death. Mm-hmm. That's J. Edgar Hoover. <laughs> don't trust him yeah so who had previously made efforts to undermine king's reputation he told johnson um his agency would attempt to find the culprit or culprits and many documents related to this investigation remain classified and they will remain a secret until 2027 well i would just like to um here here's my thing um i don't know where any truth to conspiracies and the fbi involved yeah, in all that shit comes up but what I always come back to is just this little snippet of a story. Did you ever hear that uh, there was an assassination attempt against Jimmy Carter? No. So there was an assassination attempt against Jimmy Carter, but the guy who they caught was using blanks in the gun. And he what? shot at Jimmy Carter. Why would you do that? Because it was a test. To see if it, like somebody could set it up? Well, the name of the guy who Wait. who did this, his name was... Raymond Lee Harvey. What? Yeah. Here's my thing. Okay. Here's my thing. Yeah. I don't know if all the assassinations from the 60s and the 70s are set up by somebody else, but uh, when you try to, you pretend to kill a president with blanks and you use a guy named Raymond Lee Harvey. Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah. This uh, is so uh, weird. Illuminati shit. Okay, I can't. So whatever, oh, man. whatever James is, or whatever he's responsible for, fuck, we died. Fuck. Yeah, I don't know. Somebody could be behind it. Maybe he's just a crazy guy. Yeah, I don't know. Fuck, man. So, uh, we'll, unfortunately, if you want to dive into the conspiracy theories and see if you can, you know, that's, I'm sure there's a lot of interesting things there. Mm -hmm. I really want to just, I, I kind of said it how it was reported that it, he was the guy who was convicted for him, and then later on there's conspiracy theories. So. Yeah. 
I'm sure that's a whole can of worms sure to go a very through. Deep hole on the internet if you feel. Yeah, like that. there's Martin Luther King for you. I, I do have a couple little fun facts, real fast. <sighs> I'm of, exhausted. Uh, according to the King Center, which is a center that's dedicated to Martin Luther King, sure. and, and, and civil rights, he was arrested at least 29 times. Oh, he's such a fucking. Yeah, it's <laughs> so cool. And uh, he was charged. <laughs> Got these know. fucking daddy balls. <laughs> yeah, he's. This has been probably one of my favorite people time people now. They've reported that he was jailed 29 times. You can actually go find his arrest report. It's kind of hard to track down from what I was looking through because you're going through multiple states and cities and counties. And, <laughs> right. and he gets released and sometimes not. And on top of that, there was just a couple of things. I already mentioned he had his Nobel Prize, mm-hmm. uh, Peace Prize. That's badass. We've had a couple of people on People Time now that have received yeah. the Nobel Prize. Not the Peace Prize, Not the Peace though. Prize. Yeah. Literature and science and... Yeah. But this one's the one that you, yeah, you gotta have fucking balls for that. Yep. Something else I thought that was kind of interesting to go a little further on, or at least to add on with the whole J. Edgar Hoover and FBI and all that shit was that yeah. while James Comey was in the, was the FBI director, he's not anymore, right? So, but 2014 yeah. time frame, he apparently had kept a copy of Martin's wiretaps on his desk as a reminder that the Bureau's capacity to do wrong. Is Fuck what he said. yeah. Fuck yeah. So that, also adds to my whole thing of I don't believe what you know the FBI was trying to say about his sex scandals and stuff because clearly even Comey was like Comey was like this is a reminder that we can fuck up so that, that not only did we tap a guy who didn't who didn't need to but then they uh, made shit up yep here's the one thing I wanted to end with was that if you didn't know anything about this before this and you learned a lot hopefully hopefully there's still so much more information out we only went over martin luther king and you're only getting a taste of that there is so much more you can go into civil rights there's so many other people so hopefully we will one day go through a lot of these other people too like we want to do malcolm x and i'm sure there's plenty of others we will definitely want to do too i'm exhausted i am too i hope you guys enjoyed this roller coaster of a ride of our people time podcast with martin luther king jr stick with us we took about a dozen breaks. Oh, it, we had to keep on calming down we over just and over. Got worked up. Yeah. Oh my god, I got so worked I've up. Got, so many times. I've got over five <laughs> hours. I have to edit this down into two parts. And that's that's what we recorded. I've still got more notes, but I'm. I think we covered as much as we should, or a lot. at least can in the, a, a two-part episode. How much we can fit in that time frame? So, thank you so much for listening. Hey, uh, check out our next episode. It's coming. Oh, yeah. And subscribe. Bitch. Daddy King's coming for you.